Hey, everybody, if you want to help the podcast out, this is Scooter. Just spread the word. Let somebody know about the podcast. If there's somewhere online you go and you hear somebody that can't sleep, tell them about it. Or if you happen to read a sleep-related article or anything, go ahead and put something in the comments of just about your honest experience about the podcast. You know, ju- just be honest, and that's all we need to, you know, speak from the heart. And... So, you, you know, be, be, it'd probably be a good learn. I said, geez, maybe I should do that. Maybe I'm projecting onto you guys. But, uh, you know, then you guys could teach, say, hey, Scooter, this is how you speak from the heart to, to people face to face. So go ahead and spread the word about the podcast. Thanks so much. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. Uh, Tonight it's Metastas News. Our Metastasis Breaking Bad TV Rewatch Language Learning Podcast. Where I rewatch Metastasis. Then I rewatch Metastasis. Then I watch, you know, in some sense, rewatch Breaking Bad, the same episode. Metastasis, by the way, is a, a Colombian remake of Breaking Bad. All the while, I attempt to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, a vanillization of uh, the awesome action on the show. Talking and puzzling riddles that a child could, a wake child could comprehend, but you know, it, uh, puzzling, confusing statements that are made to just quiet your mind. The whole time I'll be trying to learn some Spanish, so if you really get bugged by incorrect pronunciation of English or Spanish, I'm going to apologize right up ahead. It's done in good natured fun, but also in a good natured attempt uh, you know no bad blood here i honestly would love to be able to speak spanish i've had a lot of trouble in the past and i said well geez i'm gonna bore people to sleep i, I better get something out of this and gosh darn it if i couldn't you know maybe i'll buy it I, i've learned you know a few spanish words are socio that was a word of the week recently it means partner yave in colombian spanish means you know friend and uh, so I'm learning a little bit, but all you got to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. What I'm, I'm going to do the rest, in which I just kind of explained. But what is the rest exactly other than that mouthful you just stated? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to create a day. De- de- what I'm going to do is to attempt to create a safe place. I'm going to reach out my hand, you know, my voice in this sense across the deep, dark night. And say, hey, let me distract you. Let me lull you. If at any point I can soothe you or humor you, uh, you know, I'm going to do my best to do that. Because I know maybe you're up, maybe you're tossing, you're turning. You're thinking, you're concerning, or your your body is burning. Any of those things, maybe you're having some sort of, uh, you know, existential crisis. Uh, if you are, please explain to me, one, what that is, and B, pros and cons. And hopefully don't pop out of existence or anything, or D. Anyway, 
Or if you're just thinking, geez, what the hell is extensive, you know, that stuff? Why don't I know about, you know, there's so many roads to go down when you're alone. The, the night is quiet, but your mind is not. Uh, you know, the night is dark, but your mind is full of all this vivid imagery. And all around you, everyone else is asleep. And sometimes you feel like you, they don't understand you. You say, geez, I'm up all night. My mind's cranking a mile a minute. And those people tend to, they say, well, geez, do, have you tried uh, foot rubs? You could rub my feet, you know, and then they make some joke. And they say, did you hear that, Jerry? Did you hear that joke I made to Louise? <laughs> and then you say, you know, in that case, I would file some, you know, civil suit probably. But then you might be thinking about that. But in all those cases, the safe place, the reaching out of my hand across the eve is to say, hey, I, I've got this, uh, it wouldn't, I'd, I'd say it'd be an overstatement calling it a talent, but an understatement calling it a pastime because it takes up a lot of time. But what I do is on Sunday nights, I talk about these shows and I just say, gee, well, geez, what is it? You know, who's got straighter hair? Jose, Miguel, or Jesse? And why do they call those teeth incisors anyway? And then I might go and say, gee, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And ideally, at first you're distracted. You're like, geez, I could kind of listen to this. I like Jesse. This Jose, Miguel sounds just like him, but different. I, too, have wanted to know what konosen, konosen means, maybe. Or I've heard that word. Does it mean cooking? Or does it have something to do with it? a lid on a jar? I, You know, I don't know either. But then you'll also be like, well, this guy's taking... He, he said he spelled konosen wrong, so he couldn't look you. And I say, well, it's still not too bad. And I say, geez, it's like... Uh, it's like you're getting into a hot tub with a stranger in a safe, safe hot tub. You say, well, I'd rather be alone, just stare at the stars. But as long as this person's not going to get on my nerves too much, uh, you know, it's not bad. And then you find out, oh, well, geez, this stranger's just, uh, it's Enrico Pavarotti or something. He's going to sing. I mean, I'm not Enrico Pavarotti. This is a metaphor for sure. And someone might say it's Enrico Palazzo, by the way. And I'd say, holy Leslie Nielsen, you're right. But I would say, you know, this guy, Enrico, you just kick back. You look at the stars. You listen to one of the great tenors of the world or baritones or, you know, opera type. Or, you know, a guy with a great voice sing while you look at the stars. And you say, geez, this, this, this isn't half bad for a freaking Motel 6. And maybe it's just a dream, but in this case, it's not a dream. I'm, you know, I'm the Enrico Palazzo of boredom. I'll be honest, and I'm not patting myself on the back because some people might say, "Well, you're fictionalizing. Are you are you starting another fan fiction story about Enrico Palazzo scooter?" And I would say, "Well, maybe one day, but I don't know that memory." is so attached to sweet, sweet Leslie Nielsen, I don't want to, you know, but, but I'll use it for a metaphor, and an, even an inaccurate metaphor for sure. So that's it. I want to I wanna let you know this is a place to help you out, to help you fall asleep. might not work for everybody. Give it a couple shows. On Tuesday and Thursday, we don't talk about metastasis. We have story-based stuff. 
But I'm glad you're here. I'm going to try to distract you. I'm going to try to lull you. I'm going to try to see you. I might even try to accidentally make you laugh because I'm a little bit of a, well, goofball. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a, well, no, not a mierda. What's the one? Guavon is another word. But according to Google Translate, it means bird brain. I don't know how accurate that is, but I am a guavon. I am a bird brain. And I'm here to help you fall asleep. I'm glad you're here. And that's what I hope I do. So welcome to sleep with me if this is your first time here. If you're back, it's good to see you again. And I hope, I desire, I yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can find older episodes there. If you want to comment on the website, you can do that. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, the easiest place to get a hold of me is either Twitter or Facebook. Twitter, it's at Dear Scooter. Facebook, it's Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, I, I try to post bloopers and sleep-related articles and updates and stuff on those two places. So that's how to get a hold of us. Other housekeeping, we got a uh, uh, yesterday today for me, but to, yesterday for you. I posted on YouTube. I. Uh, I posted on YouTube nine hours of uh, Sleep With Me podcast stories, mostly from Tuesday episodes with no intros all strung together. So anybody just wants to let that play. I realize that on a lot of systems you have to have the screen on, but maybe you put your screen. If you listen to podcasts on YouTube, that just gives you a whole night and uninterrupted uh, sleep with me. And I'm planning on doing that every couple months as I get enough, uh, you know, I said, geez, I might as well do it at eight. I figured 10, nine to 10 hours, you know, eight hours. You say, geez, that's not going to cut a scooter. What, you know, I've got a lot of tossing and turning to do before I get to sleep. And I said, I heard you. I, I hear you. And uh, loud and clear. So I'm going to try to do that uh, on YouTube I will try to uh, find some other place to host it. Maybe SoundCloud. I haven't tested that out yet, but maybe by tomorrow I will have. Check Facebook or Twitter for that. And then coming up here, we'll have at least once a week. It'll be a separate podcast on YouTube just because of hosting and the way the technical side of it works. Is And, geez, I don't want to If you, a lot of people love the intros, but some people... Not that they dislike the intros, but they say, hey, Scooter, I just like the story part, the be- you know, the bedtime story part. I want to tell you, I have heard you, all these projects, it's just a matter of finding the time to do them. And I've been trying to, you know, uh, find the time. So it'll be at least once a week coming out down the road here, maybe this month, the beginning of next month, another podcast feed with just... uh you know, one episode a week, maybe, Brian, like, but, but with no intros for those of you that say, hey, I don't like the intros. And we'll see how it goes. Maybe I'm trying to, again, it's a, another project to have, a behind-the-scenes project of trying to make sure everything's backed up and organized, which is not my strong suits at all. I have files and stuff, just like a cluttered house, strung across uh, different devices and stuff, so so I'm working on it. Don't worry. Uh, mostly with having everything backed up, so that you know podcasts can always be here as a resource for you. And then me and Bob are working on that show now. We recorded a couple segments. 
I have not had time to edit that, so me and but me and Bob will have something regular hopefully coming up here. Very short, regular show uh, after the napcasts come to a close, which will be this week. Will be our last napcast until the next uh, season of Game of Thrones. Uh, I think that's it for updates. I wanted to get out some thank yous. I want to thank Chris Posty-Posterson. He does our music over at soundslikeanearful.com. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer. Scott's doing all our artwork, even on these new projects. So that's, that's thank you so much. I want to thank the founders of our uh, Sleep With Me podcast, uh, unofficial, official, unofficial, I don't know, uh, Facebook group. Sleep with me podcast XM slash nice. I want to thank the founders, Alexandra and Laura. And I know they're looking for a new, one of the moderators that's taking some time time off, but you know, the founders, the legendary Alexandra and Laura that founded that community over there and put all the hard work. So I want to thank them. Uh, yeah, some a real nice. I want to thank Sean D over on YouTube. Sean D is our one of our big YouTube supporters. So I want to thank him. And, and then I want to thank Danny Fifty Pence, who uh, wrote some real nice comments on a, a video, a recent video, I think, uh, Catfish, and said, geez, you know, geez, this podcast really works for me. And so thank you, Danny. Real nice. Thank you so much. That's the kind of comments that's just just nice. And then if things couldn't even couldn't get better, if people, if you guys couldn't give enough, then over on frickin' email... Our buddy Marcus sent me some art that he did. Oh man, I gotta I gotta find out if I can share it. But but it doesn't matter. I can tell you, speaking from the heart here, holy, I was touched. That's all I can say. Thank you, Marcus. And then you guys won't believe it when I tell you this, but I'm not making this up, and I'm it's not a a, a bit or a routine. I got an email from Barky, and yeah, Barky of the lineage of Treebeard in Groot, uh, one of the gods of Westeros, old and new, uh, Barky, the, 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 the tree god, emailed me. So I don't know if that's a start of something, you know, he said, Jesus, I didn't say this to him, I should have. I said, are the other gods checking this email? But I said, Jesus, I couldn't believe it. I, I was on the bus and I see the e- inbox, hey, email from Barky Tree, but I was rushing home to f- record the podcast. And so, but, but I can't believe it. I got an email from Barky. That is just, and then I also got nice emails from Alex, uh, Divine Miss M, Rachel, Summer and Libby, if you're out there. Uh, find Rachel. Let's get this uh, algorithmic. Maybe you guys can save my ass on this one. Rachel, Summer, and Libby combined together. Uh, Angela sent me a nice email. Ahab's wife sent me a nice email. I want to thank Luke, David, and Megan who are helping me out with some stuff. So hopefully we'll have a lot more surprises here. I want to thank over on Twitter, Lindsay, G-Car for president, Special Food Girl, Kimberly A., Eli, Libby, Jake was at Oshkosh by friggin' gosh. Thank you, Jake. Sammy Gooch. Or on Facebook, Karen Grant, Julie F., Julie C., the two Julies I heard from, Silvertone, Jennifer B., uh, actually Jen B., because I think, or wait, there's Jennifer B. and Jen B., but this is uh, Jen B. that's married to Scott T., 
uh, Joel, David P. Uh, then over on iTunes, we got some nice iTunes reviews. If you want to review or rate the podcast, sleep with me podcast.com slash iTunes. Uh, Sarah H., the nicknames are taken. Love, love, love this podcast. I know Sarah H., for many nice interactions. And she just has a really lovely, thank you for that lovely uh, review and description of the podcast and why it works. And it says, I have karma points to the moon. Well, moon's been replaced by Pluto, so that's a problem. Another Patty this week, Patty J., wrote a nice review. Ooh, Patty says, hey, how about we get some scientists studying the podcast instead of Scooter? You know, some, you know, you know, and I said, well, you'd have to change some of the laws in the country, you know. And then music plus Broadway equals me. I said it's the best boredom ever. I don't know if that's an actual Broadway person. Music plus Broadway equals I feel nothing and nothing's out of them. It's a little chorus line. Uh, except that song always freaks me. I'm getting hackles right now. My my leg hairs are standing up. But thank you, Music Purse Broadway's tried everything, and the podcast put them down. So thank you so much. And thank all of you guys out there. I've really been thinking this week. Sometimes I get so, I'm, I'm like wired for crisis and stress. That's the way I work. And to, just, just to be able to say I have this podcast and I have wonderful people that interact and listen to it. And to be able to say, okay, Scooter, okay, let's just calm it down here. What do you do? A podcast to help people fall asleep, tell some stories, uh, be yourself, goof around. And, you know, say, Jesus, talk to these wonderful people. That's all you got to do right. You know, the rest of it is either gravy. There's nothing to worry about here. It's a good thing with good people. And, uh, you know, let's keep it simple. So, I don't know. I don't think that probably makes a whole lot of sense. But it it does kind of me. And it's just my my way of saying thank you uh, to all of you. Thanks. All right, everybody, we're on episode seven of Metastasis and Breaking Bad. We're starting out with Metastasis here. And the episode opens with some, it looks like some sort of administrative hearing at first. I said, is this a trial? And there was some kind of speech going on. And then I realized, I said, this must be some kind of PTA meeting. And then we have Walt thinking... Walt and Cielo were at the meeting. Walt's crossing his hands, uncrossing his hands, putting his hands in his lap. And then he's putting his hands on his wife under the uh, table. And Cielo's like, okay, what? And she seems, uh, I said, is she surprised? Is she upset? But then she says, she, she says, well, this isn't bad. And then the sound starts to drop out. I don't know if it's, I guess it's Walt hearing and Walt has a very serious look on his face for a business that uh, maybe, I, I don't know. He, I said, geez, you're not splitting logs, Walt, or splitting atoms in Walt's case. But then they say, Walter, and he gets called on. They say some things about him. There's a round of clapping where he's introduced. And then he, he does a little talk, and next thing you know, Walt and Cielo are in the car. Or we see a car, we see a couple making love. 
and it's Walton Cielo. I don't know if you make love in a car, though. That's a, uh, I mean, sorry to go off topic, but usually, in, and in this case, you have some hot, sweaty sex, and that's what was going on in this car. Or fumbling, terrible sex. Uh, but, you know, these are two grown adults, so they were having some... I guess they were making love, just sweaty love. Or steam, no more steamy love. This is more of a steam, well, steamy love. Yeah, let's just say that. That sounds nicer. Hot, steamy love. Scooter's new album. Scooter in the silver tone with boom bone. Scoop, ba, bam, jibba, da, boom. Hot, steamy love, boom, bam. Steamy. Uh, but they laugh after the love of the uh, steam session. And it's like, Jesus, that joy, ecstasy, it was quite quite some wonderful laughter. And the show opens. And then we have a real estate agent showing Jose's house. Uh, Walt, Walt shows up and the agent's like, he's, are you here to see the house? And he's like, no, I'm here for the young man. And she says, he's on the bus. And he, Jose says, que dice, profe? And Jose's injured. You know, he had bumped his side when he was dealing with uh, Tuco. And they have this long discussion. And then Walt says, hey, I got some extra money for your your, your, your side bruise. Also noticed uh, Jose's got an orange watch. I said, that's, that's stylish, I think. But uh, very, you know, I said, well, it's not flashy. You can't say orange is flashy. Now for someone from Syracuse, orange is a very important color. Uh, like maybe like somebody from the Netherlands. It means a lot to me sports-wise. So I guess kind of things I say, geez, I might have to pick myself up an orange watch. So then it's like, when are you going to wear it? I said, well, okay, you got me. That's why sometimes having an internal critic's good. You know, dodge those two ninety nine watch purchases, and I mean two dollars and ninety nine cents. But Jose gets worked up; he's he's really upset at Walt, and then Walt tells him, but then something Jose says Walt doesn't expect, and then next scene is Walt and Cielo at the doctor's office. They're like, "Bien," everybody's beginning is all smiles and love. Uh, baby shower, they're talking about Walt's color. Uh, the doctor laughs at something, Claro KC. And then Cielo's wondering about something, I'm not sure what. I put question mark. Any chance, is it okay news? Or, I can't read my writing, grand news? Uh, yeah, I can't read my writing. It looks like the number six... And then something like an R that's crashed into a C with it maybe a U and a M. So Graham News, but I know it's not that. Might be good, but I'd probably say okay news. I don't know. Then there's a city shot, and then there's a junkyard or a container storage area for shipping containers, which makes me think of my friend out on the sea in a container ship. Then Walt is all, he's all dressed out, he's all Heisenberged out, he's in black. He puts on a black hat, Jesse looks him over, and Walt's like, okay, like, what are you looking at? And then Jose gets irritated, and then he gets worried. 
Cobarde, he says at some point. Then the music plays, the Breaking Bad music, I think. And then Tuco shows up. He's grinning. He's got a sharp outfit on, I put. He was looking sharp. And he had nicknames for both the guys, which we'll cover in the re- next watch through. His shirt was black, but there's a gold dragon on the back, I think. And then Walt is light on the load, and Tuco is like, you got, he says, I'm like, you got two days, cabron. And then he's like, I'm going to pay you, but minus a penalty. And then he, Gracia, Gracia por nada. And Walt seems to push Tuco to the limits here of uh, his his patience. And he says, no, I want all of the money, from, but I'll give you more meth. I also noticed Tuco had a sweet Mexico belt buckle on. He says, tres kilos. And then I put bang of drivers. Bang of drivers. I don't know what that means. Bang of dreams. Uh, music. And then Jose's like, dude, how the fuck are we going to make three kilos? And then we're at Jose's house. He's like, what? And Walton working on some numbers and on a little notepad. And then he figures out, uh, Jose Miguel says, yeah, profe. And then Walt gives Jose a shopping list. And then, but then Jose, he gets all despondent. He's freaking out. Walt says, tranquilos, man. That's one of our favorite words. You know, chill out, bro. And then Walt seems to give him some kind of pep talk. And then we're seeing things through the lens of a video camera. Maria, Tia Maria is on camera. Walt Jr. is running the camera. And she's talking about the baby shower for Esmeralda. And then they get a shot of Cielo who says, no, 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 this is baby shower for Valentina. And then Walt kind of agrees. Henry's there. He's got an awesome shirt. He's like, salute. And then we have a baby shower with presents. We had a great little scene where Cielo opens Maria's gift. She says, wow, wow, really nice acting there. And then she says, uh, as uh, Tiara, she says, es una balaca. And then Henry's in the background. He seems a little pissed or upset at like, how much it cost. Because uh, that's what Cielo says, this must cost a fortune. Do you like it? Henry seem he, he walks off. He says, well, let's get out of here, man. And they had trouble following this, but he had a bottle of booze of whiskey or something, a real fancy bottle. Uh, his shirt had gray diamonds on it. I was, you know, I'm obsessed with Henry's shirts. And also, to, I'd like to see a shirt off between Henry and Tuco. You know, if we could get both their wardrobes in one place, we'll have a shirt down. You know, kind of like a bore down, kind of like a rap battle, but with shirts. I think that'd be great. Also, more shirt stuff. His shirt was open. You know, he was showing a little flesh. He had a, he was rocking a chain. I think it was a gold chain. And then him, they're ta- him and Walt are talking about the whiskey, something about the United States. Deletor absoluto. Henry asks about marijuana. And then Henry talks about meth in the United States. There's a nice fountain in the background. We're in Walt's backyard. Then, boom, it's 9.24 in the p.m. in Walton Cielo's bedroom. Walt's on the computer. This was like the most uh, picturesque we've ever seen them. They're both in a good mood. 
uh, Cielo's putting lotion on, and she's just thinking about the tiara, kind of joking around. And then Walt shows her this website, Amazon Alternative Therapy. It was a vaporizing. I said, was this with weed? And she's real pleased about it, his attempts. Well, you know, we're like, yeah, this is bullshit. And then we're at Jose's, and he's showing us all the wall. He's very proud of, of all of his hard work. And he has everything but one chemical. And he's like, I don't know how to get it. And then Walt looks at the list or how we, And then Walt sees this magnetic drawing board, one of those ones you draw with the magnetic shavings. And the next thing you know, he's mixing chemicals in Jose's kitchen. And Jose's just sitting there eating, watching Walt as Walt explains what he's doing. Then he throws the bag of chemicals that Jose was freak, freaked out, but nothing to be afraid of. And then in her next scene, Cielo, she tries to return the tiara, but the store owner calls the cops. He's in the, and she's in the office with the owner or the, you know, clerk and the security guard. And she's saying, believe me, I didn't steal this. And she's like, I put shit, no cops. But the guys won't play ball with her. So then Cielo comes up with some kind of new kind of thread, and then she goes into labor. And at first I was like, is this for real? Because I said, I don't remember. And I think she's like, call 911. But it was total bull, because next thing you know, she's out of the store. She's on the phone. She's calling Maria. She leaves a voicemail. Then another tiny moment, she kind of grunts after she leaves a voicemail. And I liked it. Not in a, or maybe writes the wrong word, or like, I appreciate it. I thought it was a nice little extra thing, like something you do after you leave someone a voicemail when you're irritated. <laughs> like something like just small like that. It was good. Uh, and then we have a city shot of Walt in a car with Jose at night. Oh, no, a city shot, then Walt, and it, they're in Walt's car, Jose at night, and they're doing some kind of break-in. He gives them this rainbow ski ski hat, and it's ridiculous, covered in stripes and then gloves. And then they, they bolt cutters, they go through the fence. It's very slapstick because they both have these rainbow ski hats on with the poofies. And they're trying to avoid a guard... And, uh, yeah, like I said, the poof balls. And then the guard goes to use the porta potty and they tie him up in there. They, they tie up the outside of the porta potty. And I, I said to myself, I don't know if that would hold. Because porta potties are pretty flimsy. But, you know, uh, let's suspend our disbelief. And we'll get all MacGyver on this door, put some duct tape on it with the metallic stuff, I think. And it opens the door. Then they try to find the, the, the chemical they're looking for. But it's in this giant barrel. I said, geez, that's probably too heavy. But they, they start moving out. Jose must have a bad back because he's like, oh, my back, profe. And they added some very funny music, and they had to go right by the porta potty which was shaking. So that was very humorous. And there's another city shot with a church above a city, which, you know, if it's a city shot, it's got to have a city city in it. And then they're arguing. It's Jose and Walt, like, starting the RV, and Walt's trying to start it, and they're arguing about flooding the engine. And then Walt says, hey, go ahead and try it, smarty pants. And Jose does, and it starts, but then it dies, and it starts smoking. They're like, oh, no, what are we going to do? 
And, you know, after a second, they say, well, we got to cook this stuff, so let's get in your basement and get to work. And then they start working, and they hear the real estate agent's there. And she's there with a family with a little girl who, of course, is like, can you watch your freaking kids? There's a you know, drug addict lives here. But she's running around the house unsupervised. She sees Walt and Jesse. And they're like, hey, can you not tell anybody? And then Walt's like, Jesse, you got to go do something. There's another round of nice music there. Then we see Cielo sneak up on Maria at, like, this fancy import store with, like, red and purple Buddhas. And they argue Maria gives this cute little shrug. She's she's really growing on me, Maria. And then we're back. Walt gets home. He's exhausted. He's like, hola. And then someone says, como te fue? And then they talk... I don't know, they they talk, and it looks like I did a F-U-N backwards L when I wrote that. Oh, because I, I was so excited, because the owls, that's what I put. The layout of the owls had changed, which I thought was strange. Now there's three and three next to each other, which I'd have to check my old notes, but I'm pretty sure there was only originally one cubby of three owls, and now there's two. So something's up with those owls. I don't know if it's a, uh, a spoiler. But then Walt's like, hey, Cielo, are you okay? And she's like, no, Maria stole that tiara. I put shitty tiara there, so I don't know if she said that. And then they talk, and it seems to get serious, and then the discussion ends with Cielo saying something. Then the next scene's back at the uh, container yard. Walt gives Tuco some meth, but it's blue, blue, the new blue ice, azul. And Tuco weighs it, he pays it. Then there's a dude with a bandana who says something about Jose or Walt or something. And Tuco's like, you know what, you're fired. And he fires the guy right on the spot. He says, you don't work here anymore. And, you know, Walt and Jesse are like, that's it, you could just fire someone? What are you, Donald Trump? And he says, no, if I was Donald Trump, I'd hate myself. And then everyone had a laugh at the irony of that. And they say, yeah, you know, all hatred is self-hatred. You know, I learned that once. But they don't teach it at that school that Donald Trump went to, I guess. But I think that's where you learn it is the school of hard knocks. I don't know. And I don't know why, how they knew to put that in there. Maybe they didn't. But they say, oh, geez, well, geez, don't hate yourself too. Good. But actually they're like, geez, you can't just act like Donald Trump firing people willy-nilly. You know, that creates a hostile work, but Tuco's like, I'm leaving. And, uh, you know, Walt's shocked at this development, and so is Jose, you know, re-shocked. That it's like, geez, we're working for someone, Trump-level maniac, you know, just going around firing people for the sake of firing them. And then the song plays, a slow song. And that was my first run-through of Metastasis. Now, I did something different this week. I watched Metastasis, then I watched Breaking Bad, and then I watched Metastasis. So we'll be in a different order this week. So coming up next, Breaking Bad. It'll be Breaking Good. Breaking Good? Breaking News. Good News. Breaking Bad's next. All right, so now we're talking Breaking Bad here. Uh, episode 7, I think we said. And it opens Breaking Bad with this sign that says meth equals death. And it's at the school. And they're saying, like, no stone's going to go unturned. 
and people are all really hard on the principal. Walt's, Walt's mouth was open, but kind of in a grinding his teeth snarling way. And then he makes the same move uh, Walt Blanco made on Cielo on Skyler. And uh, Walt gets called on. Skyler had a great cough. You know, it was it was great. You should rewatch it just for that. Uh, you got to see these little acting these these two actresses are doing. Uh, but I said that was a great little cough Skyler did after Walt got called on. And then Walt runs through the list of the missing stuff. Him and Skyler, then they get in the car, it's going on. And then Walt runs through the miss, miss, list of missing stuff, and then him and Skyler have their, uh, what do we say, hot steamy session in the car. And Cielo says, uh, where did that, or I'm sorry, Skyler says, where did that come from and why was it so damn good? And key, key phrase here, Walt says, because it was illegal. And then we cut to the opening of the show. And then where we see basement light coming through the basement windows of Jesse's house, the pole. And then we have a very stereotypical real estate agent, bubbly, yellow blazer. She's showing how she says, this house has great bones. And then Walt shows up. She's like, she's like, appointment only. And then Jesse's like, yo, you look like Lex Luthor. And he's like, did you really see Tuco? And Walt's like, here's the money for bumping your side. And Jesse's like, no way. There's no, he says, there's no understanding between me and Tuco. And Walt's like, okay, yeah, but we got a deal to make two pounds a week. And he's like, what about the pseudofedrin, dude? Well, you don't know anything. And he's like, where are we going to get that? The meth fairy? And he explains to Walt about Smurfs, are people you pay to buy your pseudofedrin. And then we're in the doctor's office, a very charming doctor. Skylar's talking about sex and alternative medicine. You know, she's like, this is so great. You know, me and Walt are having great lovemaking. And then she's like, uh, what, do, what do you think about alternative medicine? Uh, one other thing the doctor says, having a better outlook can make a tremendous difference. And then we have Walt and Jesse in a junkyard. Jesse's like, Why, what did you pick a junkyard for? Well, it's like, what's wrong with it? It's private. He's like, yeah, this is a non-criminals drug dealing place. Like, oh, look at I saw this in a movie. And he's like, well, where would you meet, Jesse? He says, Taco Cabeza. He's like, half the deals I did were at Taco Cabeza. Nice and public, 24 hours. Safe. He's like, otherwise at the mall, you know, Gap. He's like, hey, guys, let me put down my flat front khakis and get an Orange Julius. And then Tuco shows up. He goes, oh, it's Mr. Clean and his boy. And they talk about the blue mask and why, or no, they talk about why they're so light. And, and uh, he says, you know, you told me two pounds and you waste my time with these chiclets, chiclets. And then they go back and forth. Uh, and Walt, they talk about uh, interest. If, if, you know, Walt's like, give me all the money. And Tuco's like, will you owe me a vig? Interest, you know, that's what Jesse has to tell Walt. And he's because Walt's like, Well, I'll give you, he's, and then Walt says, uh, What about four pounds? And Tuco's like, Dude, he goes, Listen, old man, talk is talk, but owing me money, you know, that's a Donald Trump level situation. And then Je- they're back at Jesse's house. He says, like, What were you thinking, man? And he goes, There were no way we we're gonna do get that much pseudo. 
And he's like, we're not going to use pseudo. We're going to do some other stuff. And Jesse says, yeah, Mr. White. Yeah, science. And then he gives him the shopping list. And he says, I don't think I can do this. I'm going to move to Oregon or something. And Wolk gives this speech. He says, Jesse, this is the first day of the rest of your life. And he says, uh, what kind of life is it going to be? You know, are you going to be living in fear? Oh, no, no. Just listen to these thematic elements, you know. Like, I can't do this, never believing in yourself. He goes, these things, we need them, and only you can get them for us. And then we have the shower scene with Will Jr. and Marie on camera, and they're talking about the name Esmeralda. And Marie's on camera using baby talk, saying, uh, I think the name's supposed to be Holly Marie, is what uh, Skylar says. I, I put insane. I don't know if that who that was. And Walt gives a nice long message to Holly Marie in the camera. And then we have the principal who I said, geez, I kind of got a crush on the principal from the school. She gives a, a gift, which is nice. Then Marie's gift. Oh, Walt Jr. is doing some pervy stuff with the video camera, too, I put. I don't know why I put Peru. Oh, perv, yeah, Walt Jr. It looks like Peru in my handwriting. Uh, but Marie's like, it's it's a, it's a tiara, white gold and zircons. It's sparkly, Skylar says. Wonderful, it's sparkly, sparkly. And then Hank like, is like, dude, you got anything stronger than beer? And he busts out some cigars. He's like, sorry, you got lung cancer. And Walt's like, well, I might as well. He's like, are these Cuban, Hank? And he says, aren't these illegal? And Walt says, forbidden fruit tastes the sweetest. And then Hank goes on to tell him, you know, meth used to be, you know, they have this discussion about legality. And Walt's, or Hank's like, look at how well meth being legal worked out. And then we have Walt and Skylar in bed talking about the tiara, and she's like, I think I'll return it. And then Walt's looking into sweat lodges. He thinks, I think I'm going to check this out this weekend. And then he's at Jesse's, and Jesse like, you use the sweat lodge line? And he says, I like this little thing. He says, I'm already sweating. Get over here and help me, Walt. And then Jesse has a good haul of stuff. He's proud of it. He's talking about how he paid for it and how he, you know, they don't have the chemicals, but he can pay someone to get them. Uh, and Walt's like, well, why would we pay him? We could just take it ourselves. And then that's when Walt gets all MacGyver with the children's toys. And this is a nice thing. It's a nice little story. He says, Jesse's like, what the hell are you doing? He said, we're making thermite. He says, you know, in WW2, the Germans had this gun called the Gustav gun. It weighed a 1,000 tons, and it could fire a 7-ton shell and hit it 23 miles away with accuracy. But he said, well, you know, you drop a commando in with some of this thermite, and it just melt the gun forever. Couldn't bomb this gun away, but one dude with thermite. And then we have Skylar. She's dealing with this wicked old white guy at this store. A lot more uppity, it seemed like, than the one in Columbia, which one in Columbia had natural light. More of a boutique. This is more of an old rich people's jewelry store. And he even he says, oh, Mr. Wilson, come over here to arrest this and watch this lady while I contact the police. And they take Skylar and back. They have this showdown. And then the same thing, Skylar fakes it. Very good acting. 
fakes it, gets out of there. She calls Marie. Marie's message is, hey, this is Marie. Do the beep thing. And then we have Walt and Jesse going for the burglary. And it, it's comedy. You know, he gives Jesse the ski hat. And Jesse's like, what the hell is this? And Walt's like, it's all they had. He's like, if that's all they had, go to another store. And he's like, Jesse, just put this on. And, they, you know, they're very slapsticky, great stuff. And they sneak past the guard or wait for the guard. And then Jesse comes up with the idea here to trap the guard in the porta potty where it was more planned out in the Colombian version. And then they use the thermite, but then they're looking for small jugs of uh, whatever they're getting. And there's no small jugs. So then they take a barrel and they kind of argue over how to get it out. And then they struggle out. And then there's some desert shots, and then the RV. And they're trying to start the RV. It's funny. Like Jesse has started. He says, "See, eat it, Walt." I thought that was funny, uh, but then you know it doesn't. The RV dies, and then they're. I think they're working in Jesse's basement. And so Walt says, "What part of slow did you not understand?" And he's like, "When's the real estate agent coming back?" And then Walt's unpacking, and Jesse calls agent, but her phone's ringing, and she's in her yellow, and she's setting up the open house. And then Walt, they're talking about making the stuff. So Walt says, uh, you know, we'll do this for two, four, four, we'll make four pounds. That's 44,000 each. And he goes, with this amount of methylamine, he goes, we could make it, do this for the foreseeable future. And Jesse says, well, how long is that with your situation? And he goes, how much money do you need, Walt? And Walt says, more. And then they're like, oh, wait, the real estate agent's here. And then they you know, have a little more back and forth, which is nice. And then we have Marie at another store. Skylar finds her. She's like, what are you dodging my calls? And she's like, yeah, I know you. Marie shrugs, shrugs her off. She says, I don't know what you're talking about. She says, I know you stole that stuff, Marie. Marie's like, I, don't, I deny it all. She goes, I can't admit to something I did not do. And then Skylar storms off. And then the open house had a hilarious scene that wasn't in uh, Metastasis. Uh, because like uh, they had the little girl. I can't remember when the little girl scene was. But this guy tries to go in the basement. And like a, a home buyer. And Jesse says, uh, it's occupied. And the guy's like, it's not a bathroom. I want to see the basement. And pardon my language, but Jesse says, uh, you ain't seeing the basement, bitch. And he goes, you got that? Is it sinking in? Now beat it. And he goes, yeah, you know what? All of you get out of here. This house isn't for sale. And I put Jesse goes all Pinkman. I don't know why I put that. But uh, then we have Walt getting home tired. Skylar gives him some OJ. I thought that was nice. And then she says, how was he? He said, definitely experienced. She goes, man, you smell weird. He goes, yeah, it's some kind of, you know, Navajo herbs, sacred Navajo herbs. That's hard to say, sacred Navajo her herbs. And then he, she, he says, everything was okay with you? She goes, no, Marie's a thief, blah, blah, blah. But then we have another thematic piece of dialogue tucked in here. Because uh, Scaly uh, uh, says, you know, I almost got arrested returning it, and he was as he's like, she won't even admit it or apologize. I don't even know what to do. And Walt says, well, sometimes people do things for their families, 
This guy's like, do things for what? Uh, stealing for your family? What's going on at this sweat lodge? And Walt says, well, what would you do if it was me? She goes, what do you mean? He goes, if I stole a tiara, would you divorce me? Would you turn me into the police? And I think she's, someone says, you don't want to find out. I, I, I think that's what Skylar said. And she's like, I'm going to eat something. You want something? He's like, no. And uh, there's a very thoughtful look that goes on there. Then we cut back to the junkyard. Walt gives the blue mask to Tuco, and Tuco likes it. He has a great shirt, as I said. I guess it would be Tuco from Breaking Bad versus Henry from Metastasis. This would be the shirt-off championship. But Tuco's very happy. He's like, tight, tight, blue, yellow, pink, whatever, just keep bringing it to me. And he's like, he just, he's just such great. He says, what I see this guy can cook? You're all right, man. So we're going to make a lot of money together. Just remember you're working for me. Oh, no, that's somebody else. The other guy says that the guy that gets fired. Because he says, oh, just remember who you're working for. And Tuco says, uh, this is the Tuco Trump moment where he says, uh, he goes, what did you say? He said, I, I just want to remind him. And he said, they don't know that? Like, they're stupid? And the guy's like, no, I'm just saying. And he's like, so you're not saying they're stupid. I don't understand. You're saying I'm stupid? He goes, no, Tuco. I'm just saying. And he goes, don't speak for me. You're fired. And then Heisenberg's like, calm down, Tuco Trump. And uh, he goes, hey, why don't we all just relax? Heisenberg says, relax. You're fired twice. You're fired and banned from my, uh, you know, my clubhouse. And it ends, you know, after the Trump firing, he says, uh, it ends with some great shots. There's a shot of Walt and Jesse's back, and they both have different black hats on. And then they both take off their sunglasses. They rub their eyes uh, as it sinks in, you know, that they're working for, you know, Donald Trump. So that was that, that was Breaking Bad. Great episode. All right, and this is the last run through. This is the next run through of metastasis with mostly just the Spanish words I picked up and some other things I noticed. So, poor esto, gets said, cremos, contestar, un, this one guy is going off. I wrote a lot of his dialogue down because I thought it'd be educational to learn. Un momacito porque, porque ustedes siempre dice. Lo ismo y no salen con nada. That's the mad dad says that. And he also says, yo tengo un criadero. Natil, uh, natal, dectars. Uh, I said, like in us? I don't know what that means. A bear, a bear, a bear, a bear. En cargo, lo baron. I quiado, quiado, I wrote twice, or maybe you said it twice. Uh, que fue esto, por que esa prohibido, and then I put Cielo's laugh, so I didn't want to forget about that. That's when they says, well, what was that? Remember, why was it so good? And Walt says prohibido, because it's illegal, baby. Then I put inversion. Uh, I put a real estate agent in Colombia, way more professional and realistic, better dressed. Que dice profe, gambuche, S. What does that mean? I don't know. It looks like five CLAS. Apagarle, oh, C class, 
Siaha supone mal. Yo no le creo un trato. Jose nos conviene qualque un socio comercial. Ese man es un gamin. Ese man es una bestia. Uh, vale huevo. Uh, baby shower y ella va a ser, that was said. La reina de la noche. Oh, then they said the doctor, con mas energía, pues incluso tiene energía para giggle, they said. I think, uh, oh, uh, eso en buena senal? No, that's when the giggle, I think, happens. Yeah, because the doc goes, <laughs> And then pensado, oh, sea cual queer otra cosa. Son penitos de agua tibia. Este yugar, igar, yave yagar, uh, dando dolor. Uh, ningún cobarte, y lisiando y chespirito, chespiritu. Que onda, me vale madre, pichas. Piches pendejos, piche pendejos. Uh, no te hagas el manoso. Eisenberg que te verme plata a mí. No es bueno. Vámonos. Carajos. Uh, Maria sneaking into the picture. So when they were taking a picture of the camera, the baby Maria was sneaking in the background trying to get on camera. She gave Walt bunny ears. This is all in the background. Henry's holding his beer up. It was great. Uh, abre este. Li la ting targe. Uh, wow, Cielo says. Uh, balaca. Brillante. Vaya. Vea, papa. Brindar. Sabrosa podria. Maravilla. Diademe. Nacia. Nacia. Horno, claro, I think horno's oven. Culpa suya, su culpa. That was when uh, Cielo was in with the jewelry police. Uh, carajo, tenga, vaya, vaya, hagale, ahí esta. Uh, Por qué se di volvio, volvio? No tengo ni idea. Yo pero... Prenda, prenda un fosforo. Uh, que hacemos? Vamos pasando atrás. Uh, pagase las jugantes. Alumbre. Como la vio? Mierda. Que fue? Durante. Comoda. Llamadita. Venían. Solitos. Way endo. Uh, fui a devolver a uh, contestar eso. Uh, chingados. Uh, again, wrote, Tuco's got a great shirt. Uh, so both Tuco's have good shirts. He's a big guy. Oh, no, the big guy. So Tuco's assistant that did not get fired loves to weigh drugs. I've never seen anybody happier. 
when he takes these drugs to weigh him, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, two pounds or three pounds. He was so happy. And it looks like him and the guy that got fired, at least on the breaking, or at least on the uh, metastasis version, it looks like they kind of won a contest to me. They they seem like all the other actors. It, it just seems strangely cast. They said, did these guys win? An, do they know somebody? Do they win a contest? And then uh, Tuco says, me, Kumaro, I'm calm. Callate, it means be quiet, please. And dame eso. So that was a little bit of a uh, second run through some of the words we'll hopefully learn this week on Metastas News. Thanks. All right, let's run through the uh, language learning part of this show. Cobar uh, day. Cobar uh, cabron. Uh, that means dumbass. Gasica uh, por nada. Gasica for nothing. You know, after I did this 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 week, I said, I wonder if some of this is the uh, closed captioning people's fault, not mine. So, because it's not, it's subtitles, not closed caption. They have Spanish closed caption and Spanish subtitles. I just did the Spanish subtitles. Because it's got to be gracias uh, or not. Thanks for nothing, probably. Uh, via to track. Uh, this is another one. Es una balaca. I'm almost positive that's what she said, and that's what the uh, subtitle said. But balaca, I cannot figure out. Uh, is this a balaca? She's saying it about the T-R-S-C-L-O. Uh, de letar absoluto. Delete. De, de, de letar all, according to this. Uh, maybe destroy everything all. Uh, como de fue? That's when we should start learning. I hope. I hope I start learning that. It means how did it go? Hey, como te fue? That's uh, something a husband and wife say to each other a lot, and they do in this show. Uh, por eso, so, so what does that por? What does that really mean though? Like for what? So, I don't know. Por eso. Well, hey, contestar me. Contestar answer. Uh, Creos believes will. Creos. Uh, this one's a long one. One of the dads said it at the teacher conference. Uh, Un momento porque ustedes siempre dice lo mismo. Yo no salen con nada. Uh, un momentizo. Momentito is probably what it was. Cito. Yeah, that would be a dyslexic tiso for cito. Uh, cito, porque ustedes siempre, siempre dice lo mismo, yo no salen con nada. Uh, one moment, because you always say the same. So that probably is one phrase. I probably could ran these phrases together. So one moment, because you always say the same thing, maybe. And then he said, I do not go with anything. Yo no salen. Salen con nada or mismo. I don't know. But this next one, this could be the accidental phrase of the week. Uh, yo tengo un criadero. Yo tengo un criadero. I have a breeding. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have a breeding pair of uh, goldfish here for auction. Uh, a bear, a bear, ice to see, to see. That sounds like a poem. A bear, 
to see, to see, a man struggle with languages three. And you'd say, but two. And I'd say, well, body language, too. I struggle with that. Uh, five love languages. I'm illiterate in all five. Actually, I refused to read the book when someone said, you need to read this. And I said, well, I'm sorry. I, I have amends to make. Uh, and Cargo, who's in charge? Well, Charles is in charge. I don't know if he's in charge anymore. He was in charge. And Cargo. Charles and Cargo. Uh, Robarone. Like ro- Robot Baron. Robaron. Robarone. That's a, that's a nice sound. Listen to that again. Robarone. That sounds like it should be the title of a. Uh, uh, who, who sang Tenderoni? Not MC Hammer. Did MC Hammer sing Tenderoni? She's my own love. I think MC Hammer did sing. I think we got somebody else. Oh, Bobby Brown. I'm sorry, Bobby. Yeah. I mean, I like MC Hammer, but Bobby Brown was way, uh, way better voice. I, I, I don't want to say more talented, different talent levels. Uh, but I think that should be a, a Bobby Brown song, Rubberone. Like instead of Tone, Tone, or Tony, Tony, Tone, and Rubberone, a new tour. Who, who, what's Rubberone? Robot Baron that sings Rubberone. They could go, I could probably do an hour of this. I, I, it's amusing to me. I don't think it's funny. I think it's, it's, it's curious about this robot baron. Where did you pick that up? Roborone, but I have about 75 other words I have to get through. Roborone. Uh, they are stolen is what it really means, though. Ferroni, 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 I Check my phone, baloney, baloney. Because you're a Roborone and a Cabrone. Cabrone, Roan. Yeah, but uh, you're, 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 I'd like to be a Roborone. Aver, Aver, a Roborone. Un tengo un Roborone. Okay, let's get this. Uh, There's only 16, I think. I don't even know how many were. Aikiado, Kiade, that nothing. I mean, that doesn't mean nothing. They couldn't translate that. Kefuesto. Uh, it was this. Kefuesto. Uh, it was this. And we already had Como uh, Tefue. How did it go? Kefuesto. Uh, it was this. Por que sea? Because it prohibido. Prohibited. Inversion. This was a. This is a word of the week. Because I knew what she, I said, did she just say inversion? This was what the real estate agent said to the family. Uh, that was, she said it'd be a good inversion. And I said, well, does that mean investment? Because that's definitely a, a cool jump. Oh boy, iPad just crashed. Better pause it. Uh, so that's probably the word of the week, inversion. KD say pro, profe, says this, says pro, what do you, and that doesn't sound right. It just says, says say his teacher, but Jose Miguel says profe instead of Mr. White. Uh, C clase, if you class. Uh, Pagarle means to strike. Si aha, if aha. Supone mal, supposed, supposed bad. Uh, yo no le creo. I don't believe you. 
I like that. Uh, yo no le creo. I do not believe you. Un trato, a deal. Do we have a deal? No, I don't believe you. Yo no, yo no le creo. Un trato, we, un trato. We have a deal? No. Jose nos convenie. Jose, it suits you. Uh, Qual que un socio commercial, which is a business partner. Uh, this one didn't, uh, this is Jose talking about Tuco. Es man es un gamin. Es man es una bestia. Bestia. I don't, I don't know what gamin is. I couldn't figure that out, but a bestia is beast. That man is a gamin. That man is a beast. Uh, this is a good question. People ask themselves all the time, especially if they listen to this podcast this past couple of weeks. Uh, vale huevo. How much is an egg worth? Egg worth. Vale huevo. Hey, that may be the... Uh, to, not almost a phrase of the week. Vale, Wavo, Eggworth. I think that was a cre- actually. I think Doctor Eggworth was the creator of the Roborone, believe it or not. So Vale, Wavo, we say it, and I think that's what worshippers of Doctor Eggworth would say. Vale, Wavo. Uh, interesting. He created a Roborone. Oh, this, this, geez, there's so many phrases of the night. Y ella va a ser la reina de la noche, and she will be the queen of the night. Y ella va a ser la reina de la noche, and she will be the queen of the night. Man, this is very musical week, or po- poetic week, huh? A bear, a bear, Roboron. Iela a bear, a reina de noche. Vale, huevo, vale, huevo. Something else. Con más energía, energía, with more energy. Ways incluso tiene energía para. It even has energy to. Get it on is which to make her the queen of the night. I think those were connected. And then she says, uh, Cielo says, uh, es, eso es buena señal. No, that's a good sign. No, that you know, he has energy to, uh, uh, and the doctor says, This is uh, pensado, I uh, thought out. And then this, this is another strange one in an interpretation way. O se cualquier otra cosa son panitos de agua tibia. So that's O se cualquier otra cosa son panitos de agua tibia. Or whatever else wants wipes our warm water. Or whatever else wants wipes our warm water. Say that five times fast or even once and try to you know, process it. Your brain might short circuit. Uh, esta you lugar, this is lug, that's what it says, that's wrong. Uh, dando dolor, giving pain. Uh, you know, sometimes if you speak Spanish, this may be dando dolor, giving you pain. But again, one of my favorite, favorite words, ningun, ningun. And then the word I hear a lot, cobarde. Cobarde, scooter. Cobarde, scooter, uh, ningun cobarde, no coward. 
uh, and then I think this must be, I don't know, if E. Eliciano E. Cespirito, I think that's what he called, uh, uh, Walter and, uh, uh, Jose Miguel, uh, Tuco, the lawyer in Cespirito. I don't know what that means. And then, well, Kayonda, what's up, my man? Uh, me vale madra, I better madra. Pinches bandejos, uh, some bad words, asshole. I guess uh, pinches bandejos, I don't, I don't know. I get those words mixed up, but they're all bad because I've heard those people screaming them at me. Oh, this, holy crap, holy freaking crap. This is definitely the, this might be the phrase of the century. And especially when we're talking about we wrote Roborone Tour with MC Hammer and Bobby Brown, uh, they would say, they probably, they would have a song, maybe the opening song would be uh, No Te Hagas El Manoso, don't get too, don't, do not get crafty in up in here. Uh, no Te Hagas El Manoso, don't get, do not get crafty, because I'm a cobarde. Here's another fail. Heisenberg K. De Berme, Plaza Ami No Es Bueno. Heisenberg. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. Heisenberg, Silver Ami, owe me no good. He's saying, hey, owing me money's not good. Silver, I guess. Abominos, move it or let's go. Carajos, fuck. Abre Este opens this. Lele Tange, read the Tange. Uh, Balaka, we still know what that means. Briante, bright. Uh, Bayago, uh, Bea Papa, see Pope, see Daddy, I think it means. Bodria, good. Sabrosa, tasty, that was from week one. Maravilla, Maravilla, wonder. I Maravilla, I Maravilla. Why? I'm a pinche cobarde. And I maravilla. de la noche. I'd be here all night in this, this back of this closet doing this. Oh, you know. And I maravilla. Maravilla. Uh, Padria, could. Uh, Diadema, nope, no word. Uh, Naciada, not N-A-C-I-D-A, born. Horno, that's another one that, you know, always makes me think of horny or horn dog. Uh, horno, it's, uh, oven. Oh, wait, I messed up. Nacida is born. Oh, no, yeah, horno's oven. Clara, clear. Copa Suya, that gets said a lot. His fault. Sukupa, uh, his guilt. Uh, Carajos is to fuck. I think we said that. Tenga, have. Hagale, no word, no definition. Uh, baya, baya, go, go. Ahiesta, uh, there it is. Another word that I couldn't read. Ahiesta, uh, por que se divolvivo? Because I was returned. You know, I, I know how that feels. I, uh, 
I maravilla. Why? Porque se divo vivo. And I maravilla. Uh, why? You know, she ran away. But she was returned in this situation. Or Casey down vivo. Uh, if if someone just woke up and they don't know listen to the podcast, they probably say to you, no tenga ni idea. I have no idea what this guy's and I have no idea what this guy's talking about. You why pero prenda un fosforo. You but pledge a match, my friend. It's like this is like senseless in two different languages. You but pledge a match. Heisenberg, Silverami, oh me, no good. Uh, atras, back, vamos, come on. Pensado, going. Que hacemos, what do we do? Pongase los guantes, put on your gloves. Uh, alumbre, might mean alum. Uh, como la vio, as I saw, mierda, it's a bit of shit, I think. Que fue what was Durante during Komoda comfortable? If you're on the Komoda, hopefully you're comfortable. Uh, Yame Dita, uh, called Dita. Dita, which Dita? I'm just wondering. Uh, I wonder, Maravilla, why you called Dita? Well, contestar es so. Answer that. Solitos has no definition. H-U-Y-E-N-D-O. Huendo, maybe. Uh, fleeing. Uh, fui uh, a devolveria. I went to return. Uh, venia, we're coming. Chingados, fuck. Me calmado, I calmed. Cayete, shut. And Dame Esso, give me that. So I'll have to go through when I edit and just decide what, what wins a phrase and word of the week. So we have some good stuff in here. What a week. I mean, holy mackerel. If, if only I could memorize all this stuff. But I, I think it's 60. I got 60 episodes, you know. Uh, Maravilla. Uh, maybe that'll stick with me. Maybe not. All right, thanks. Okay, so here's some uh, breaking... Breaking Bad-related news. Recently broke July 31st, 2015. Uh, Jesse Pinkman's Breaking Bad house is for sale. And then they say Je- one of Jesse's favorite phrases, which I won't say because it's... But you want to own a piece of television history? 1.6 million. The house owned by Jesse Pinkman, played by Aaron Hall. Aaron. The house owned by Jesse Pinkman, played by Aaron Paul... Uh, on AMC's Breaking Bad is going for uh, for sale. It's a 3,500-foot uh, square foot uh, Spanish colonial revival located in Albuquerque, and it's selling for 1.6 mil. Uh, that could be positive or negative, depending on your affinity for accuracy, blue crystal, uh but the local brokers at Codwell Banker, caution, meth lab not included. Oh, they were on Today or Today.com. An interview with Today.com, one of the brokers uh, said the owners wanted to appeal to Breaking Bad fans when selling them. Yeah, because they could make more money. 
They thought this was a unique opportunity that would appeal to a variety of buyers, not just in our market, but globally. Because yeah, you you got to spread the suckers around, I guess. Uh, Two-story home features four bedrooms, two porches, wood floors. So store, as opposed to what, frickin' uh, metal floors? Who the hell's it? Uh, stone frames doors, that sounds nice. Uh, several fireplaces. And it's located in the posh Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood. Though the home was used for exterior shots and interior scenes, a replica was built for the party sequences. And the broker says it's a quiet neighborhood. And you can, uh, I'll try to have this in the show notes with the house listing, but it might be sold by the time you hear this. So you just saved yourself a cool 1.6 mil. Okay, this is some cool news I just found out. And maybe I'd heard it somewhere else, maybe not. But uh, when I was doing research this week, this came up over on the independent.co.uk. And this is from last month, July 16, 2015. It's by Matilda Battersby. Batters, batter, batters, Battersby. And it's uh, titled Narcos vs. Breaking Bad. Netflix original set to be more addictive than Walter White. Uh, Pablo, king of cocaine, Escobar's crimes are being dramatized for TV. And the results uh, look to surpass Vince Gilligan's kingpin. And I'm just going to quote from it because it's, it's not that long. Stack up on food. Pull the curtains closed, sit back, and prepare for a television binge that will leave you with square eyes and white knuckles. Not since Walter White and Jesse Pinkman's last batch of blue crystal meth has Netflix offered a crime and drugs drama quite as addictive based on the true story of Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar, played by Wagner Mora, leader of the infamous Medellin cartel. Comparisons to Breaking Bad are going to be hard to shake off. Told in both the English and Spanish from Escobar's perspective and that of DEA agent Steve Murphy, played by Boyd Holbrook, a partner of Javier Pena, the Mexican agent who brings Escobar down. Uh, the producers have sought to appeal to American and Spanish audiences equally. Brilliant, brilliant move. Uh, said in the 80s, there will be plenty of excellent fashion choices, especially mustaches and Escobar, for which read the king of co- cocaine and the so-called founder of narco-terrorism is set to be quite the kingpin. Uh, Game, Game of Thrones fans will be pleased, and I will be pleased hearing this, that Pedro Oberyn Pascal... Uh, he'll be playing Pena, the partner. Uh, Pablo Escobar versus Walter White. He's a lot more successful than the hapless chemistry teacher. Uh, the narcos industry makes $5 billion a year, and Pablo is a receipt of a hefty slice. Born into poverty by 28, he's richer than he could possibly dream of, uh, which, considering clever Walter managed to rake in millions but never hold on to them, uh, to buy anything decent, Escobar's doing better. Both are unlikely seeming criminal. Criminal. Both are unlikely seeming crimin, criminals. The soft-spoken white is a contrast to the confidently criminal Escobar. 
but their shared and utterly misplaced sense that what they're doing utterly ruthlessly is for their families draw parallels. Uh, he loved his family, he was loved, and he's still loved by a lot of people in Medellin. And he's one of the most worst people in history. Uh, Steve Murphy versus Hank Schrader, uh, played by former fashion model Holbrook. Murphy is a lot more glamorous than Walter White's brother-in-law, Hank Schrader, played by the brilliant Dean Norris. Providing the eyes and the narration for much of the drama, Murphy is presented as America's moral compass in the show. And he charts the change from small-time co cocaine smuggling by 70s hippies into a huge uh, industry built up by the Medellin cartel. Old Hank might have had only one nemesis in his sights, but Murphy has a whole host of big-name targets. And the influx of coke to America is a tsunami he can't possibly blockade. Uh, Steve it begins... Steve begins a slightly naive, uniquely American character who thinks this is easy. I'm going to go down to Columbia like John Wayne, Newman says. And what he starts to realize is much more complicated and that there are good, bad guys and bad, bad guys. And there are gray, are guys. Uh, how about Jose Padilla versus Vince Gilligan? Brazilian director Jose Padilla is uh, executive producing and the results are reminiscent of his famous 2007 film, Elite Squad, of his uh, film from 2007, Elite Squad, a very good movie. Uh, because he's been a documentary filmmaker and because Narcos is based on a true story, he intersperses archival footage and real photos with a drama shot at actual locations as they happen. Uh, we don't have a studio we shot where things took place, Padilla reveals. We went to Medellin. To shoot Medellin is very original in that sense. Because it's a period piece, the stylishness of Narcos is different from Vince Gilligan's color-saturated and hugely recognizable cinematic style. Uh, but something of the energy and chaotic movement between the characters might draw parallels, although more serious and, if possible, and if possible, expected to be more intense, Narcos is unlikely to have Gilligan's lightness of touch and situational humor. And here's the even better news. Season 1, with 10 episodes, arrives on Netflix August 28th. So that's something to look forward to. All right.